Hello and welcome back to the Skull Football Talk Show. I'm your host, Luke Schwant, and today I am joined by my friend and teammate, Matt Onderock. We are going to be talking about the top 20 wide receivers of the NFL this year. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, excited for the Super Bowl tomorrow and excited to talk about these wide receivers. So jumping right in, I'm curious to see, so we have, we both built different lists, our top 20 guys. We put some stats together. So who is your number 20 guy? My number 20 guy. And by the way, I did this uh, ranking based on talent, but also like who I would take like on an NFL team. So it's like I, I had age to play a factor just to let you know. Um, But number 20, I'm taking Devonta Smith. Uh, he Devonta was a super Smith, talented player. Interesting pick. Um, he still managed to get over a thousand yards, and as a wide receiver two, that's incredible. And uh, I'd be interested to see what he could do as a wide receiver one. And for my number twenty, this was a little bit of a toss up. These last three picks were kind of like less of the stats and more of what kind of player they are. Number twenty, I put Cooper Cup. I mean, 59 receptions, 730 yards, five touchdowns. He obviously did have Puka Nakua just tearing it up. He was, I mean, he was a finalist for Offensive Rookie of the Year. He just, and I'm pretty sure um, Cooper Cup didn't play until about mid-October. I could be wrong, but yeah, my number 20 is Cooper Cup. Who is your number 19? My number 19 was Michael Pittman Jr., uh, I might have him too low. I think I do think he's underrated, but I couldn't see him like above my other eighteen. Uh, he did have eleven hundred fifty-two yards and only four touchdowns, so like that's kind of low for touchdowns. But he's not bad. Uh, but just definitely not the best wide receiver one out there. Number so for my number nineteen, I actually forgot to put a number nineteen on my list, but I was kind of itching to put this player down. Number nineteen. Kansas City Chiefs receiver, and I'll explain this one, Rasheed Rice. So, with Rasheed Rice, the stats were a little interesting. So, 938 yards, 80 receptions, 7 touchdowns. So, I mean, it's a valid pick. But why I would have him on here, even though he didn't have he, – he played the full season and didn't have 1,000 yards. My reasoning is he – next year – Without a doubt, he is going to be the number one receiver on the Chiefs, and I don't care if Kelsey's there. He Agreed. He brings so many different new angles to this Chiefs offense. They can just they can throw it to the flat, and he'll still get a first down. He's fast. He can actually catch, unlike every other guy on that team. Exactly. And he was only a rookie. He wasn't picked in the first round. He was he was a second round draft pick. And I mean, he's so fun to watch. He he elevates the team on so many different levels. And I think he just him and Patrick just they just work together. And I mean, Kadarius Tony, he doesn't work together with Mahomes. I mean, the only reason he was even a starter on this team is because of how well he played at the end of the year, which I mean, some of those touchdowns were kind of stupid, like the one in the Super Bowl. That was just exposing Eagles coverage. So, yes, my number 19, Rasheed Rice. Who yeah, I like that one because the uh, the entire, like, Chiefs wide receiving core is uh, frowned upon and, like, yeah. everyone 
I feel like he's been unreliable, including Kelsey. Uh, he's definitely fallen off this year, but uh, I'd say Rushy Reich is very reliable for that team. Yeah, and I, I like seeing where he's headed. Who's your number 18? Amari Cooper. Amari uh, Cooper. He had 1,250 yards, which is very, uh, very, very, uh, like, that's a lot. And uh, there was, he didn't really have, like, a starting QB the entire year because, um, oh, what's his name? Deshaun Watson. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Goodness yeah. gracious. Deshaun Watson was out, like, immediately. Then he was stuck with uh, Joe Flacco, who surprisingly had a good year. But I yeah. par- I partly think it was because of Mari Cooper. Um, But, yeah, he's not uh the best, like, big play player. But he's super reliable. My number 18, I went back and forth on this, if I'm being honest. I had to go with him. Tank Dell. He was having the craziest rookie season I think I've ever seen besides Justin Jefferson and a few like other like legendary receivers. But Tank Dell to be a second round pick on a very what seemed to be like shaky and unreliable receiving core that ended up being really good. I mean, he he got injured about what midseason about three quarters of the way through the season, still had 47 receptions, 700 yards, and seven touchdowns. So, I mean, a lot of touchdowns for the young kid. I can see that going up a lot more now that with C.J. Stroud. I mean, there's a little bit of competition at the receiving group right there, but he's going to be the number one for probably a long time. Yeah, I I had Tank Dell in my honorable mention because I didn't see enough out of him. To put him in the top 20, yeah. but I definitely would say he's better than Nico Collins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, who do you have at 18? Uh, 17, 17. I have Devontae Adams. Devontae uh, it was Adams. a relatively down year for him, but he's old and has been consistent for, like, his entire career. Uh, Still elite, just uh less than the other guys, and it's probably a big factor because of his age. He had 1,140 yards, and, yeah, I think he's just 18 because, or 17 because he's too old. And my number 17, a little bit of bias here, Jordan Addison. Come on. Oh, the kid, I like the it. kid popped off. 70 receptions, 911 yards, 10 touchdowns, and four different quarterbacks. Like, yeah, having the, the group that he is in with TJ, JJ, and KJ, who kind of sucks, and <sighs> not having a reliable quarterback for the second half of the season, there was a stretch – I'm pretty sure where he wasn't getting much help at all. And there was a little bit of stretch at the end of the year where, I mean, not getting many big games, not having many big games, but popped off in the Niners game, had his first touchdown week one. I love seeing that against the Buccaneers, long, like 50-yard pass play from Kirk. And, like, the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, he is such a great player. I do think he could bulk up a little bit to help with the run, yeah. with the run blocking game. He had a lot of struggles there. That's why I didn't put him higher on my list. But I mean, that guy's an absolute stud. Yeah, Number and he really stepped game. up when JJ went yes. down, and he was Jordan. a solid wide receiver one, and actually helped us win some games. Yeah. All right, my number sixteen uh, might be shocking, but it's Diggs. Um, he's very whiny. He's kind of toxic to the team. I feel like uh, he also had quite a few drops, but yeah, overall he, he had a productive season. Uh, eleven or yeah, one thousand one hundred eighty-three yards with, but like I don't know if that's that good with the uh, one of the best QBs in the league. Um, but he is like 
w- one of the only guys Buffalo has, Gabe Davis. He's uh he's goes average up to about half the games. And then uh Kinshead's pretty good, but yeah, I think Diggs Diggs is sixteen. My number sixteen. I mean, he passed the a thousand yard mark and he had the without a doubt one of the best receivers on his team. Number sixteen, Jalen Waddle. Come on. Seventy two oh, like receptions, a thousand yards. He only had four touchdowns, but that is because they have an insane run game. They have Hill. And I mean, what are you gonna do when you have that? Like he's just a compliment at that point. And I think Hill and Waddle, they both deserve to be on this list just because how good they make Tua look and how how like productive they make the offense feel. So that's about all I got. Agreed, yeah. I also had him at, at my second honorable mention. I didn't I didn't he had kind of a quiet year, so I didn't want to put him in the top twenty as the wide receiver two and all. But I definitely think he's probably the best wide receiver two in the game. My 15 was Debo Samuel. He mm. drops the ball quite a bit, but he's like a freak. He's very fast, very explosive. He's a dual threat with the running back. Uh, we, he does lots of runs and uh, wide receiving. He had a 1,117 all-purpose yards, and he's competing with IU and CMC. So that number is just absurd. And my next guy, George Pickens. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I had to go back and look at his stats. I mean – 63 receptions, 1,140 yards, five touchdowns. They had the worst offensive coordinator in the entire league for the first half of the season. They went through three quarterbacks, which seems like a lot of teams did this year. And come on, I mean, he's a dog. If he just gets his character up a little bit and turns into more of a team player and less of a crybaby, I think he's going to be at least a top seven if not top five in years to come, once they can figure out all those issues. Agreed. My number 14, uh, reliable Mike Evans. He's incredibly oh, yeah. consistent over the 10 or He's had 1K plus yards for 10 years straight now. In this season, he had 1,255 and 13 touchdowns. He could be ranked higher, but I think he's just too old, in my opinion. So I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would want him on my team, but he's definitely respectable top 15 wide receiver and my number 13 I put Stefan Diggs on there I mean you already said the stats but I think if he's still in his prime I'd say he's still good enough to be undoubtedly the wide receiver one on the bills they're not going to move on with him he is way too good and like just just I know I'm really biased because he is Mr. Minneapolis Miracle along with Case Keenum. But, I mean, if they figure out those little issues, I mean, like that's true with a lot of receivers in the league. They just got to figure out their issues and they're a top and they're a top guy. So, number 13, I got Stefan Diggs. Uh, Did you have number 14, by the way? Oh, yes. Number 14. Sorry. Number 14, completely skipped over it. I had Amari Cooper on here. Yeah, you already said it. 1,200 yards, five touchdowns, elevated that offense to a whole nother level. I mean, they looked really good. They made their playoff spot. Didn't have the run game at the end of the year when Nick Chubb's knee went 90 degrees the other way. 
and yeah, also shaky quarterback system, but he's like the talent is so there and he is able to capitalize on it, getting his 1200 yards. So who's your number 13? My number 13 is DJ Moore. I mean, that offense is in shambles and he got 1,364 yards. Justin Fields, he's a playmaker, but he's not a great passer. Um, So I think DJ Moore has some great production. And my number 12, I put Devontae Adams. I mean, the quarterback situation is almost the first thing I thought of when I put these guys on here. And you can't put Devontae Adams any higher than 15. I can't remember if you did or not. I put him at 17. More than 15 because – I mean, the 130 receptions, nearly 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns. That's just the kind of guy you want on your team that just – it's like the Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. He just he just adds another level to the offense. It makes him so hard to single cover, and you almost always have to double cover because a lot of these guys, even if they're not getting the catches, they're taking another um, yeah, corner or safety or linebacker away that helps like the tight ends, like with Diggs, a lot of times they'll double cover him because he's just so fast. He's so shifty. So then that can open up spots for Gabe Davis or Dalton Kincaid or Dawson Knox. So yeah. Number 12, Devonte Adams. Uh, my number 12 was Jamar Chase. Uh, he, you know, this might be a little low, but I think he was super inconsistent in games. He had like, I feel like he was like, five or more games when he had like 30 or less yards, but totally like in total, he had 1,216 yards. So that was good production. And Joe Burrow was out for most of the season. So that's good for a backup quarterback. And my number 11, I put Michael Pittman on there. I think once I looked at his stats, it genuinely wowed me that he was in the hundred yard or a hundred reception club. So 109 receptions, 1,152 yards, four touchdowns. With Gardner Minshew. Yeah. If he had a healthy Anthony Richardson, and I love Anthony Richardson and his playmaking skills, he would have been top 10. Undisputed. Undoubtedly, all the things. But, I mean, he's just Mr. Reliable. He's He's got the talent. He's got the playmaking skills. And he might not be making those big-time catches that J.J. makes. But, I mean, he's good for what the – what the Colts need to him to do. Agreed. Uh, number 11, I had DK Metcalf. He's an absolute beast, and this might be a little biased because he, he's kind of been not the best wide receiver, but I think with he's just like an athletic freak. And uh, 1,114 yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, I will say, though, I don't know about this season, but I remember last season seeing him drop quite a few balls, so that kind of – lowers him a little bit and he had that many yards uh competing with Tyler Lockett so that's impressive my number 11 Keenan Allen he rose up so much higher than he used to be with 100 108 receptions 1243 yards and seven touchdowns which is kind of surprisingly on the higher end which because now with quarterbacks getting hurt I know he didn't have a hurt quarterback but their their team was kind of all over the place last year with not a lot of good production at the end of it. But, I mean, he was one of the very few bright spots and of that offense. I know Austin Eckler kind of fell off, and Mike Williams, Justin Herbert, 
they were iffy, but Keenan Allen, certified dog at number 11. I like it. Uh, number 10, I had Garrett Wilson. He had two straight seasons over 1,000 yards with – who did he even have as quarterback? Exactly. It was a horrible quarterback situation, and he's the only uh, wide like receiver on the Jets. Excited to see what he can do with A-Rod next year. Yes, and my number 10, A.J. Brown of the Eagles, 106 receptions, 1,456 yards, pretty big jump there, and seven touchdowns. I mean, he's the guy you want on your team, without a doubt. He's he's an absolute beast. Parroting him with Jalen Hurts just makes him even better. I mean, allowing him, when Jalen can extend plays, I mean, they didn't really work in the in the postseason, but... Regular season, A.J. Brown is a stud. I mean, he had that insane play in the Super Bowl last year when he caught the super long touchdown. I'm super excited to see what he can do next year, even though he is kind of aging and Jalen Hurts might be exposed, but that's for next year. Uh, My number nine is going to be shocking, George Pickens. He did only have 1,140 yards. But, I mean, his quarterback situation is atrocious, and he had the worst offensive coordinator in the league, like you said. Uh, comes He comes down with, like, nearly every single football, yeah. especially the 50-50 he, balls. He makes a way. I, I will say uh, he did uh, the blocking thing. He seems kind of lazy and just yeah. a little bit selfish. But I'm excited to see what he could do with a uh, better quarterback. And at my number nine, DJ Moore. You already You already said everything. Horrible offense I mean they're going to be a whole lot better this year now that they can like kind of find their bearings and new offensive coordinator I think Justin Fields is most likely gone but I mean the offseason is a really strange time and free agency can literally do whatever I heard somewhere that they're asking for a whole lot of picks so if someone can meet their needs then they'll trade for Justin Fields because I think he could be a serious asset. If you get him him into a real offense, he's got the running ability. I just, I remember watching the bears game Monday night football this last year. And he's just, it's just so annoying to watch him because he's always just running around, making all these crazy like extension plays, even if the team doesn't catch them. And like, but like we, Done talking about Justin Fields, DJ Moore, he's a stud. I mean, he was almost in the 100 reception club. Number nine, DJ Moore. Number eight for me, Keenan Allen. I mean, he had 1,243 yards while missing four games. However, he's old and uh, seems kind of injury prone over his career. But when he is healthy, he has great hands and reliability and is super explosive. My number eight, my personal Favorite receiver, not even close, my bro, Justin Jefferson. 68 receptions, 1,000 yards, five touchdowns. He missed a month of playing. He didn't have a quarterback after Kirk Cousins left, and he's Justin Jefferson. Of course, I'm putting him top 10. Those are my three reasons. I think it's you could even make an argument to put him higher, but again, he did miss games, and the other guy, the seven other guys above him did earn their stats and we're just going off of 
kind of the bads of last season and the not goods. But I think it's fair to have Justin at eight next year. He's going to be one. Come on. Drafting. They're drafting. It's obvious they're drafting a quarterback at 11 or trading up. Who will that be? I don't know. It's a complete toss up. But yes, number eight, my personal favorite, JJ. Number seven for me, uh, Brandon Ayuk, 1,342 yards, competing with CMC and Debo. That That's just absurd yeah, production. I know. I know. Uh, both are wide receiver ones, in my opinion, but Brandon Ayuk proved himself this year. He had a lot of doubters before this year, but I think it's set in stone that he's best wide receiver in San Fran right now. My number seven, the man over in Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, 100 receptions, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. With half the year being with Jake Browning, who he was on the Vikings and he's not very good. I mean, the Cincinnati deep offense is good enough where they can kind of make any quarterback look good. Like their current state, not what they were in like 2019, 2020. But when with who they have, they have solid run game. Their O-line is just forever going to be so mid. Joe Burrow is crazy. And... Like, the receivers they have there are just – they've just always been good. I mean, they had A.J. Green about 10 years ago. They had Ocho. I mean, there's just so many guys. And and Jamar Chase, he's an absolute stud. I I love watching him, even though he's kind of the rival because Justin Jefferson played with him. So, I kind of can't like him. But at the same time, he's so much fun, and I love watching him. So Agreed. He's like a mini Jefferson – it's like a mini Jefferson. Yeah, he is. Uh, number six, Puka Nakua. Rookie this year. He set multiple records, uh, 1,486 yards. He was wide receiver one on the Rams for his first year, and that's above Cooper Cup. I mean, some would say Cooper Cup still wide receiver one, but is Puka no doubt. Uh, he's got crazy good hands and production. My number six, Brandon Ayuk. Same with what you were saying. They have all these pieces that just work together. And he just adds that the ability to put in long ball passes into their playbook. I mean, Kittle works for down the middle. Christian McCaffrey, literally anything. Debo Samuel kind of just jet sweep runs, stuff like that. Brandon Ayuk, he just adds that extra ability. He does it really well with 1,300 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, he's just he's just been really good. I mean, he's been up and down. I had him in fantasy last year, and it's it's a little questionable playing him, but overall, great player. I mean, their team's going to be good for a lot of years if they can keep that solid five or four of those receivers together. So, yes, my number six, Brandon Ayuk. All right, number five, A.J. Brown. 1,456 yards. He's an absolute beast, and he has that split with Devontae Adam or Devontae Smith, I mean. Um, also Jalen Hurts, despite what many people think he's overrated and he's not the greatest passer. So I think that, yeah. uh, those stats are impressive. My number five is Mike Evans. I mean, we were talking about this. He's getting older, probably wouldn't want him on the Vikings, but he still had 80 receptions, 1,255 yards. And the most important stat of all 13 touchdowns, which is tied last year for Tyreek Hill. I don't know if that's the record, if 13 is the record. I didn't go that far into it. But my number five, Mike Evans, he's a dog. 
Andy did it with Baker Mayfield, who over time got better, but at the start of the season, it was a little interesting if he was actually going to develop. All right, number four, Amon Ross St. Brown. He helped, in my opinion, he helped carry the Lions to the playoffs. It was a great uh, oh, watch yeah. for Jared Goff. Made Jared Goff look like a Hall of Famer. Uh, he had 1,515 yards and 10 touchdowns, and he was super consistent. My number four, Puka Nakua. You, you said it probably perfectly. He had, he still has Cooper Cup on his team. And going into this year, no one really had expectations for this team. It was probably just going to be another year where like they were still trying to come back from that Super Bowl and with like all their cap issues and how they were like just selling it all for a Super Bowl and but I mean for being a fifth round draft pick 1500 yards six touchdowns exploded on the scene in the at the Colts when he caught the game winning touchdown in overtime and he never looked back he made a pro bowl he he's just a dog now we are in the top three who is your number three top three might be super biased Justin <laughs> Jefferson yeah I know. I, I, 1,074 yards in 10 games. The first person ever to break 1,000 yards in 10 games or less. First ever. If he had continued this, he missed seven games. If he played every game with the same production, he would have 1,826 yards, which would have been the most in the league. He comes down with nearly every ball and has insane catches like every single week. I just think he's super clutch, and he's the reason that the Vikings have been, well, not this year, but the last year, he's the reason they were so good. Yeah, I think with JJ, whenever there is a ball going to him from Kirk, it's almost always a catch for a huge gain. I'm like, oh, Kirk threw the ball. That's gonna be a 20 yard completion. That's what I was. That's what I would like fully believe in. I think it was a San Fran game, the Packers game, that that really good stretch of Vikings football, and. What is so impressive is how he was pretty much able to carry the Vikings kind of through the first Lions game, the whiteout. I mean, there were some really bad Nick Mullins plays in there, and he's still able. I mean, he recovered one of his fumbles. He caught an insanely clutch touchdown, and he can just do things that no one in the entire world has ever been able to do, and it's going to be hard to to replicate that. So, yeah, and he does it every single yeah. week. I like and it. And if you look at his stats, he was getting 150 yards a game like it was no big deal. Like, even though they weren't winning games, he was still balling out. He was still making all the big plays. And he was coming up super clutch for this team. And it was hard. I mean, it was hard to expose him. I mean, if you just double last year, if you double teamed him, yeah, you'd lock him down this year. If you single team him, no chance. Like there's no point in single teaming him because he will just expose if, I mean, if you have Kirk, because if you have Nick, Nick Mullins doing the passing, that's, I mean, it's a different story, but with Kirk, he's a, he's an absolute, he's just crazy. My number two or my number three, my number three, Amon Ross St. Brown. He completely carried the Lions team. And I am a little biased because I hate the Lions and I did not buy into their hype. And I was just waiting for them to lose. 
because I knew they weren't making the Super Bowl. And but that guy, he's such a slippery player. I think that's the right way to say it. He's so hard to tackle. There's always yards after the catch. I mean, he balled out this year, 120 receptions, 1,500 yards, and 10 touchdowns. He was probably the biggest reason besides Jared Goof or Goff, if you want to call him that, that they made it all the way to the NFC Championship game in Santa Clara. My number two, as much as I don't want to say it, CeeDee Lamb. No, 135 receptions. Doing? 135 receptions and 1,749 yards. You see that multiple Cowboys records and had he had 12 touchdowns. You know, the reason I put him at two is because he's toxic. He he was sitting there typing on social media, oh yeah, I'm the best, I'm the best. Watch next week. And he was playing the Giants or something the next week. Like, I'm sorry, but playing the Giants doesn't prove anything, buddy. And um, I will say the uh 1749 yards, only 50 less than Tyreek Hill, is definitely impressive. But uh I don't know, he's too toxic to put him at one. Me, on the other hand, Tyreek Hill at two. Oh. 120 receptions, 1,800 yards, 13 touchdowns. Made that made that Tua Tugga turn the ball over. Um, Tua throw too many interceptions. Dolphins offense look really good. He's an insane player, but I had other plans going to number one. Oh, I can't believe it. My number one is, of course... Adam Thielen. No, I'm just kidding. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he is Funny. crazy fast, able to make able to make a uh, three yard pass in his 75 yards like it's nothing. 119 receptions and 1800 yards. He was, in my opinion, undeniably the best. And 13 touchdowns. If I could choose anyone to be on my team, I'd choose well for wide receivers because I'd probably choose CMC. But I would take Tyreek Hill over anyone by far. It's not even close. And my number one, CD Lamb. It, I think if you switched, if Tyreek Hill and CeeDee Lamb switched teams, it would be a completely different story. Because, I don't know, the way that Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb can just dominate every week, like, sometimes they would, like, you could count on them if they were playing a bad team, you could count on them for putting up 50 points. Like, the game, the game when they were playing Washington – 56 points the game when they were playing the Giants I mean I am naming some of the worst teams last year but the way that they are consistently able to connect every game for a super long touchdown that just makes him the greatest in the wide receiver group the greatest x factor out of the entire league I have to disagree because of Tyreek Hill's speed and uh, huge playmaking abilities yeah but then again Dak Prescott, better quarterback than Tua, and you know you exactly. got to include better more, quarterback than Tua, but Tyreek had more production. I guess you could say that, but I mean, with all these guys, we were looking into all the factors of it, like their their situation, who they had around them, what their circumstances were, with like if they got injured and stuff, and I mean, to consistently know that your team, because they have a certain player, I think if I had to choose, hot take here, I'm taking CeeDee Lamb of the two because of because of the situation. Yes, I do think, obvi- well, obviously Tyreek Hill is a lot faster and he can get 
he can get larger touchdowns and all this cute stuff. But if you're watching a team, I would rather, and I would rely on more CD lamb and Dak Prescott than Tua and Tyreek. Fair enough. So I like that take, but the difference is it's not the quarterback wide receiver duo. It's just the wide receiver. That's very true. But then again, with all of these, we are looking at every part of their game, every part of pretty much the team. And with those criteria, yes, if it was just skills and their speed, this would be a whole different story. But from 2023, with their production, with their all this stuff, and yes, I know that Tyreek, Tyreek Hill had 50 more yards and a touchdown but he had but CD had 15 more receptions and one best moment of the year was a finalist I think for offensive player of the year and he did it all with having the hate of being a Dallas Cowboy so that is our top 20 list we were kind of all over the place here on our range yeah we had very differing opinions but some of them we had the same opinions. We just had them ranked differently. I do think both of our lists would be accurate when you put them to separate criteria. But with mine, I I took circumstance and quarterback before stats. And I think, yeah, we, we just, we just kind of ranked ours differently. So thank you, Matt. For hopping on yeah. this football talk show, it was great to have you on here to talk about the top 20 receivers. And to the listeners, thank you for watching. Let us know what other group you want to do. I mean, the season's done. We got we got a lot of time for like there's not there's not any games after tomorrow. So let us know what other position groups you want to see. And thank you for watching, and I will see you in the next one.